Happy New Year, People's Church. It's 2020. You made it. You're here. It's a new decade. It's a new year. It's all good. It's going to be a good year. I'm fired up for 2020 and all that the Lord is going to do. And I, I want to take a moment and welcome all of our campuses today. Uh, we're one church in five different locations and also want to welcome all of our guests. I know that you've been welcomed to all of our locations already, already, but I want to take a moment and say thank you for coming to People's Church today. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule and making us part of your weekend and coming to worship, worship with us here at People's Church. I believe your week's going to be better because you started it in God's house because success starts on Sundays in God's house, lifting up the name of Jesus Christ. Anybody believing for a great 2020? Come on, are you believing? I'm just, man, I'm telling you, I'm believing for a great 2020 and that God's going to do incredible things in my life and my family and our church and in, 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 in our city, our state, our nation, our world, just an unprecedented move of God and life change. I just believe it. I, I believe God's got great things in store for your year. And, and I, I want to encourage you a part of your year. I hope that you make going on a mission trip a part of your year. I believe God wants to use you locally in our church and around our city, but I believe God wants to use some of you around the world on a missions trip. And we're going to be going to the Dominican Republic and also to Costa Rica a couple of times this year as a church. And I would love for you to be a part of God using you around the world. And here's what I've learned about missions trip. I've been on several is when I go, I think I'm going to go and be a huge blessing. And I try to be but the biggest blessing was, is what happens inside of my heart and what happens in my life as I go and experience another country, another people group, and allow God to use me and to speak to me. And we're going to have a missions trip informational meeting on January the 15th. So at, at all of our locations, we're going to meet right here at the Oklahoma City campus, January the 15th at 630. So if you have a desire at all for God to use you in 2020 and go around the world and to make a difference in the Dominican Republic or Costa Rica, would you be at that informational meeting January 15th, 630 p.m.? And I, I'm fired up for this series. I, I think I'm fired up about a lot of series, but I'm really over the top excited about not today Satan and how God is going to use this series to propel your life and our church forward in 2020 not today come on how many of you know sometimes you got to say enough's enough devil enough is enough 2020 is not going to be like 2019 enough is enough I'm moving forward in Jesus name and I'm excited about this As a matter of fact I'm so excited I asked the team to come up with a t-shirt and they got a not today t-shirt now in the lobby because we're making a declaration not only with our mouth in this sermon series but now you can wear it and let the devil know let your friends know let your family know uh-uh <laughs> not today Satan I'm moving forward so you can drop in the lobby uh, buy one of those and just make a declaration that this year you're drawing a line in the sand and declaring not today Satan and I want to talk to you week one the first Sunday of the year I want to talk to you about press in to Jesus press in to Jesus and I, I, I've, I've always been uh, someone who worked out and since middle school, I've 
I always try to go to the gym. I try to stay somewhat in shape. And of course, during the holiday season, that's a challenge for me because as you know, if you've been at People's Church a little while, I, I love eggnog. And, and, and matter of fact, church, I got to tell you this story because it, it was, it was, it, it very much hurt my heart. I was, it was this past Thursday, uh, we went out to eat with, as a family, my, my dad and my little sister joined us, and as we were eating together, I, everybody said, well, let's go to Brahms afterwards. I was like, yeah, let's get the last eggnog milkshake of the year before the eggnog runs out. And so I called up the Brahms nearby, and I called, and they said, no, we're out of, we're out of, you're, you're out of eggnog? You were out of eggnog. Well, well, that's okay. You're not getting my money. I call. I called another bra. So I called. I proceeded to call two or three more Brahms. None of them had egg. Church eggnog is gone. <laughs> it, is, it is over. My dream of having eggnog before the, the, the beginning of the year is over. What does it have to do with your sermon? Nothing. But you needed to know about it anyways. All right. So no more eggnog for the year. But you know, you know what? I'm working out. I've always worked out and on this bench press and doing the bench press. And, and there have been times when I've been working out on the bench press only a couple of times, church, that I put too much weight on the bench press. Have you ever done that before? Anybody? Come on, lift your hands and be honest with me. You know, you put too much weight on there and you got it down on your chest, but you couldn't get it back up. And I, it happened to me a couple of times. And one time I didn't have a spotter. So, so the weight was on my chest. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> I bit off more than I could chew. I, I can't get this up, and 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 the weight was pressing on me. But luckily, I didn't I didn't have any any anything on the sides to keep the weight trapped on there. And so I did the great great weightlifting maneuver, and I, I and because the brother's got to get do what the brother's got to do to get that thing off his chest. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was pressing on me, but there's always a way to press back. And can I tell you something about life? Life has a way of pressing on you. It, it will press on you. And, and the devil has a way of pressing on you. And how many know when the devil presses, he doesn't press fair. The devil wants to put weight on you and keep weight on you and to keep you down. You see something about the devil because he doesn't press fair. When the devil knocks you down, he wants to keep you down. Let me tell you something about the devil. The devil does not fight fair. When, when you're trying to thrive in life, the devil wants you dying in life. Let me tell you, when you're trying to move forward in life, the devil always wants to push you back in life. The devil is always pressing. And when he presses, he's always pressing on you to kill, to steal, and to destroy your life. He's always pressing. And at the beginning of this year, somebody needs to declare with your pastor, devil, enough is enough. I'm not going to let you win in 2020. I know what happened in 2019. I know what happened in 2018, but you're not winning in 2020. You're not winning in my family. You're not winning in my marriage. You're not winning in my mind. You're not winning in my dating. You're not winning in my money. You're not winning in my family, in my school. You're not winning in my church. You're not winning at my job. I declare enough is enough. I'm moving forward in 2020. I'm a little bit more excited than you are. Not today, Satan. Not today. It's a new day. It's a new season. It's a new decade. And I've declared I've had enough. And I'm moving forward in Jesus' name. And I, 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 love, I love the Bible because your Bible says in 1 John chapter 4 and verse number 4, 
It says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Friend, can I tell you, the Bible says if you're a Christian, that the God of the universe is living inside of you and the God that's inside of you is much bigger than the devil that's around you. And that means you can walk in victory. You can win. It's not hype. You can have your best year ever. 2020 will be your best year ever if it's your best year with Jesus. It'll be your best year ever if it's your best year of pressing in to Jesus. And and I want to share a story today about a lady in the Bible who declared, you know what? Not today, Satan. Enough is enough. And she pressed past the devil's obstacles and she pressed into Jesus and she received her breakthrough because Jesus is the answer. You have to hear this today. Jesus is what you need. Jesus really is the answer. No, somebody says, uh-uh, pastor, I need more money. No, no, no. You need Jesus. No, pastor, I need a man. No, you need Jesus. Pastor, I'm driving a hoopty. I need another car. No, I'm telling you, you need Jesus. He'll provide. He'll bless. You need to press in to Jesus. And this lady pressed into Jesus and got her breakthrough. Let me share the story with you today in Mark chapter 5. Verse 24 says, so Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed, everybody shout, pressed, and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around to the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you or pressing against you. His disciples answered, and yet you can ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had, who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith, I want you to catch that, your faith to press past the obstacles and to press into me, Jesus, healed you. Your faith to press healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. And people's church in 2020, you have to get dialed into Jesus. You've got to press in to Jesus. You've got to seek Jesus. He is the answer. He is what you need. Whatever you're in need of today, I'm telling you, Jesus is the answer. And what you have to do is press past the obstacles and press your way to Jesus. And today, out of this story, I want to share with you four obstacles the devil will throw in your way that you will have to press past to experience the breakthrough, the miracle, the provision, the, 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 all, the, all the breakthrough that God has for your life in 2020. To get closer to God in 2020, you have to press past these four obstacles. And obstacle number one is this, press past pain. Press past pain. The Bible says this lady had been bleeding 
in pain for 12 long years. And the Bible says she grew worse and worse and worse. You see, people's church, pain is no joke. It's no respecter of persons. Pain doesn't care about your social status. It doesn't care about your economic status. Pain doesn't care about your skin color. Pain does not care what neighborhood you live in or the career that you have. It, listen, pain, it hits everyone. And when pain hits, it can hit hard. Pain can hit so hard that it can knock you down and it can keep you down. Some of you know what I'm talking about today. Pain can paralyze people. And some of you today, you're not pressing into Jesus because of pain. Some of you, it's physical pain. And you're dealing with pain in your body. You're dealing with a disease. You're dealing with a sickness in your body. You're dealing with chronic pain. Maybe it's in your head, your shoulders, your back, your, your legs, your feet. You're dealing with chronic pain. And, 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 and you stop pressing into Jesus because of pain. Some of you, it's because a family member's sick. A family member has been diagnosed with a sick and there's pain in your family and it's hurting your heart and you're not pressing into Jesus. Pain stops people from pressing. For some of you, it's emotional pain and you're dealing with a broken heart and your emotions are all, all over the place. Some of you, it's you lost a loved one and a loved one recently died and some of you, a loved one died two or three years ago. And the pain of the loss of that loved one has paralyzed you and you're no longer pressing into Jesus. Some of you, it's the emotional pain of battling with depression. You're battling with anxiety. You're battling with worry. You're, you're, you're stressed out. And, and, that, and that emotional pain is keeping you from pressing into Jesus. Some of you, is relational pain. Relational pain can be so traumatizing. Some of you, it's pain from a marriage that's not going so well. And it's paralyzing you. Some of you, the marriage ended and, and the pain of the, the divorce has, has paralyzed you. Some of you, things are not going so good with your children. And, and literally, you find yourself not pressing into Jesus because of the pain of, of the relationship. Some of you, it's, 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 it's dating and, and, and you're just dealing with, with pain of, from, from a dating relationship. And it's just been, it's been painful on your heart. Some of you, it's, it's pain because a friend left you. A, a friend stabbed you in the back and you got pain relationally. Some of you is church. A church person hurt you. And you're not pressing into Jesus. You're not seeking Jesus because of relational pain. For some of you, it's financial pain. It's keeping you from pressing into Jesus. You lost a job or, or you're overwhelmed with debt or you're just stressed out about money and you're so focused on money that you're not pressing into Jesus. It's, it's financial pain. For some of you, it's career pain. Things are not going so good at the business that you own. Things are not going forward. For some of you, it's at your job. It's, it's a struggle at the workplace. It's a struggle with the boss. And the boss, some of you say, it's, it's a struggle with my employees. I just, there's just so much tension at work. It's career pain. And let me talk to you about pain. Pain can be the reason that, will, that stops you from pressing, or it can be the reason that you start pressing. You can let pain paralyze you, or you can let that same pain propel you to start pressing in to Jesus. And I love what Mark chapter 5 says about this woman. The Bible says that this woman had been bleeding for 12 long years. She was in pain. She had been to doctor after doctor. And the Bible says in Mark 5 verse 27, she heard about Jesus. 
And when she heard about Jesus, she thought to herself, I need to get myself to Jesus. She heard about Jesus. And some of you need to hear about Jesus again because you forgot about who Jesus is, that he's a lily in the valley, that he's the bright and morning star. He's the one that created the heavens and the earth by just speaking his words. He flung the stars into the sky. He created every ocean and every body of water. He opens up blind eyes. He unstops deaf ears. He walks on water. And I'm going to tell you, Jesus is a miracle worker. She heard about Jesus. And some of you need to hear that Jesus is a provider. He's a way maker. He'll meet your needs. He is the answer. She heard about Jesus. And so she pressed past pain. She pressed past all of the discouragement that she was going through and and she pressed past all of the emotional pain and she pressed herself to Jesus. You see, pain will never leave you the same, but you can choose how it will leave you. And you got to choose today. Let the devil, devil know. Devil, you thought you hurt me, but you didn't hurt me. You provoked me. You thought you hurt me. I was going to sit on the sideline and do nothing. Devil, uh-uh. I am going to press myself into Jesus. I need the Lord. You see, people, church, I've been hurt. I've been in pain. It was several years ago. I was in such pain and I was hurting and on the inside a lot of emotional pain it's the only time in the history of people's church where I didn't want to come to church and how many know that's not ever good when the preacher doesn't want to come to church I was hurting pain can paralyze you pain can knock you down pain can knock your legs out from underneath you And I was hurting. And what got me through that season, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to preach. But what got me through that season onto the other side is I determined in my heart I wasn't going to let that pain stop me from pressing. So even when I didn't feel like it, I studied. Even when I didn't feel like it, I kept praying. Even when I didn't feel like it, I kept preaching. Even when I didn't feel like it, I just kept pressing in to Jesus. And this lady pressed in to Jesus. And that's what our 14 days of prayer and fasting is all about. Church, can I tell you that you need Jesus? Some of you are debating. You're like, well, pastor, I'm not sure if I'm going to participate in the 14 days of prayer and fasting. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you, we need Jesus. There are some things that only happen by prayer and by fasting. There are some things that only happen by pressing into Jesus and saying, Lord, I need you. I need your help. I'm dependent upon you. You've got to press in to Jesus. Matter of fact, I've determined in my heart, I'm not doing 14 days this year. I'm going to do 21 days of prayer and fasting. I am hungry for the Lord. I need him to work in some areas of my life. I'm believing for some big things. And I realize I can't make it happen in my own strength and my own power. I need the hand of God. There are some things that only happen by prayer and fasting. And I'm here to talk to some of you today. You need a breakthrough. You need a miracle. You need God to show up. And it's only going to happen by pressing. Everybody shout press. You got to press in to Jesus. Press past your pain and press into Jesus. Number two is this. Press past disappointment. Press past disappointment. The the Bible says that this lady, for 12 years, think about this. She went to doctor after doctor after doctor. 
And the Bible says she did not get any better, but she actually grew worse. And then the scripture says that the doctor bills were piling up. Doctor bill after doctor bill after doctor bill. And the doctor bills piled up so high that the scripture says that this lady spent all that she had. Everything that she had trying to pay off those doctor bills. And she did not get better. She was actually more sick. She's broke. Her health is declining. This is a recipe to give up. This is a recipe of hopelessness. You talk about extreme disappointment. I've lost all my money. My health is declining. I'm not getting any better. This is horrible. I'm telling you, disappointment stops so many people from pressing into Jesus. Disappointment causes people to lose their fight. Disappointment causes people to let the devil win in areas of their life. And I want to ask you a question, and I want you to answer honestly to yourself. What disappointment has caused you to stop pressing into Jesus? What disappointment? Some of you can trace back the reason that you used to press into God, you used to pray more, you used to read your Bible more, you used to be more faithful to church, you used to serve. What disappointment has caused you to stop pressing into God? For some of you, it's, it's the disappointment of a child. Some of you have raised your children in God's house. And, and you're, they're breaking your heart. Some of the decisions that they're making, you, you just go, why? why? And, it's bre- and you get disappointed. You get frustrated with God. And, and, and that disappointment, you can allow it to cause you to stop pressing into Jesus. Some, some of you, it's the disappointment from, from your business, and, and your business had went backwards in 2019. It went backwards in 2018. You even wonder, can we keep the business open? And, and it's, it is messing with your mind and the disappointment of it, and, and that disappointment is driving you away from Jesus. Some of you, it's the disappointment of, am I going to ever find that special someone? And all of your friends are getting married. And you kind of get it that the ones older than you that are getting married, but you're like, man, how's that young buck getting married before I get married? Lord, I've been praying for years. Where's my special thing? Where's my boo? Where's my baby? And it's disappointment. I mean, if you're honest, your, your heart is so disappointed that it hadn't happened. And you're not pressing And to Jesus, for some of you, it's your marriage and there's just been tension and you've been praying and reading your Bible, seeking God. Oh, pastor, I've been to prayer meetings before and look at my, it's it's not, it's not, it's not helping. And disappointment is pushing you away from Jesus. For, for, For some of you, it's unanswered prayer and you're disappointed. You've prayed about some things. You've been praying a long time and they've never happened. And you wonder, does God even hear? Does he even answer? Does he even care? And, and, and let me be honest with you. Let me be transparent. There are things on my prayer list from 2019. I, I, I'm an evaluator. I like to reevaluate and, and process what, what my goals and, and what, what I was praying about. And I looked at my 2019 prayer list and there were some things that God answered. But there were some things that he didn't answer in the way that I wanted him to. 
There are some things I can't even explain why I prayed, I believed, I fasted, and yet it still did not happen in the way that I wanted it to happen. And some of you are there. God, I've been praying, I've been praying, it's not happening, and your heart is disappointed. And the devil will use that to cause a wedge between you and your heavenly father. And here this lady is, she's disappointed, she spent all that she's had, she's broke, she's getting more sick, she didn't have any answers, but it didn't drive her to stay at home and eat cereal. Yeah, that's what depressed people do. You know what I mean? You know how we can get, you know, get home. I'm just going to get a big old bowl. You know, when you get depressed, you don't get a small, you get a big bowl of cereal. You know what I mean? You get a big old bowl, a Captain Crunch. You know what I'm talking about, Captain Crunch. And you don't eat Captain Crunch, Crunch with 1% milk. Come on, whole milk. Come on, somebody. Get you a bowl of Captain Crunch with whole. It's going to sit on the couch, pity party, look at me. I've been, I've been praying. I've been tried and it didn't work. I've been to the doctors. I don't know what else. No, no, that lady said, I'm not going to sit around eating Captain Crunch saying, woe is me. That woman got up and she pressed her way through the crowd. She pressed past disappointment. She pressed past pain and she pressed herself to Jesus and got her breakthrough. You got to press past pain. You got to press past disappointment. Jesus is the answer. You got to keep pressing your way to Jesus. Church, you got to press past disappointment. Number three is this. You got to press past religion. Press past religion. Did you realize that the religious law in those days said that that woman was unclean? She was unclean because she had been bleeding for 12 years. And because she was considered unclean, the religious law said that she could not be around her family. She could not be around her friends. She could not be around anybody in the city and she sure could not get close to Jesus and touch him. Anybody that she would touch and come in contact with, they would also be considered unclean. And so here this woman is, the religious law says you cannot get to Jesus. You cannot touch Jesus because religion will always keep you away from Jesus. Religion will always beat you up. Religion will tell you you've blown it too much. You've messed up too much. You've sinned too much. You cannot touch Jesus. You don't need to worship. You better not come to church. Look at how much you've messed up your life. Religion will keep you away from Jesus. But I want to encourage you like this woman with the issue of blood. She took her issue and she brought it to Jesus. And some of you need to take your issue, take your addiction, take your sin, take your mess ups, take your mistakes, and you need to bring it all to Jesus. Don't let it push you away. That's religion. Religion. Jesus has come to me. Bring your mess. Bring your hangups. Bring your addictions. Bring your hurts. Bring the press and come to me. Religion will keep you away from Jesus. Let me tell you what else religion will do. Religion will cause you to become self-righteous. There are people that are not pressing into Jesus because they're self-righteous. The Bible talks about a man in Luke chapter 18, verse 11 through 13. It was a Pharisee a religious leader. And, and the Bible says he went to the temple to pray. And while he was there, a tax collector was there. And the Bible says in Luke 18 that he prayed a prayer something like this. Oh God, thank you that I'm not like all these other sinners, especially like that tax collector. Oh God, thank you I'm not like him. Because you know, my life's kind of together. I got my life together. I'm not like those people. And let me tell you, the scripture says God didn't answer that prayer. His self-righteousness was actually keeping him away from Jesus. He thought he had it all together 
And his altogetherness was keeping him away from Jesus. And there are some of you here today that you're not pressing into Jesus. There's a lot of distance between you and Jesus. And it actually comes down to you think you have it all together. You know what, Pastor? I got a pretty good life. Family's going pretty good. I got a good job. I'm making good money. I got a nice car. I got a nice house. I got money in retirement. I got money in the bank. Life is going pretty good. I'm just, I, listen, I know those other people need Jesus. Those other people need to pray and fast. Those other people really, really need to seek God. Pastor, I'm actually doing pretty good in life. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you, you got it all wrong. Friends, can I tell you, when God is pouring out blessings on your life, you need to pursue the blesser like never before because you realize it's his hands, it's his provision, it's, it's coming from the hand of the Lord, and you need him. You need to seek the blesser, not the blessing. Oh, God, I need you. You say, Pastor, what are you telling us today? I'm telling you, if your life is messed up, if you're on the rocks, if you're addicted, if you're bound, if you're trapped, if you're in sin, you better press your way to Jesus. But if your life is going good and things are going pretty good at home, and pretty good at work and money's going pretty good and cars going pretty good life's going pretty good I'm telling you you need Jesus just as much as somebody strung out on crack cocaine you better press you better press into Jesus you need the Lord you gotta press no matter who you are put Jesus first in your life Make up your mind the beginning of 2020. Jesus will be first in my life. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. Jesus, you be first. Give Jesus the first of your year. I do this every year. God, I give you the first of my year. And the way we give God the first of our year every January is we pray and fast. And I believe it with all of my heart. God's a God of first. If you seek first, he'll bless everything else. If you'll give God the first of your month by praying and fasting, he'll bless the rest of your year. Give them the first month. God, God, I'm putting you first. Be at every prayer meeting starting a week from Monday, January 13th at 6 a.m. Be at the prayer meetings from 6 to 7. On that Saturday, on the following two Saturdays, be at the prayer meetings on those Saturdays to come and worship and pray from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Say, God, I'm pressing in. I'm seeking you. I'm giving you the first of my year by giving you January with prayer and fasting. Give God the first of every month. By tithing. God, I'm putting you first with the tithe. Give God the first of your week by being in church. Give him the first of your week. God, God, the first of every week, Sunday, I will be in church. It's not my day. It's your, I will be in church to worship. Give God the first of every day by reading your Bible and praying and worshiping. We call it the first 15. Everybody has 15 minutes to give to Jesus. And when you wake up in the morning, give him the first 15. Pray for five minutes, worship for five minutes, read your Bible for five minutes. If you will give God the first, he'll bless the rest. The first of every year, pray and fast. The first of every month, tithe. The first of every week, go to church. The first of every day, pray and read your Bible and worship and God will bless the rest. Oh, we got to press. Everybody shout press. Number three, number three, number three, number three. Or actually number four, but I want to preach number three again, but number four, number four. Oh, man, I'm into this way more than you are. I'm telling you, I'm being blessed today. If nobody else has been blessed, I'm being blessed. We got to press. Number four, you got to press past people. Press past people. Here, here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that this lady had to press through the crowd to get to Jesus. And I can only imagine what she faced when she was pressing past people to Jesus. You, you, you see, church, Satan will use people to keep you from pressing into Jesus. And I can just see the crowd. Isn't that Lucy? 
mm, child, that's Lucy. You know, Lucy been bleeding for years. She's not supposed to be over here. Lucy, what, Lu- hey, Lucy, don't you touch us. Girl, I want to go home and be with my kids tonight. Don't touch me. You're, you're unclean. Get on away from me. You know where you belong outside the city. People will keep you from pressing. Lucy, back, back. Lucy, Lucy, no, no, no. Don't press in this crowd. Jesus, Jesus, don't you touch Jesus. He's holy. You, you, you back away, Lucy. And some of you, you don't hardly ever read the Bible. So you're like, oh, I didn't know anybody's name was Lucy in the Bible. It's not. I don't know her name. I just made it up. Lucy. But, but Lucy decided, in spite of the crowd, she was going to get to Jesus. And I'm telling you today, some of you are not pressing into Jesus. You didn't press it in 2019. You didn't press it in 2018. And if you're not careful, you won't press it in 2020 because of people. There, there, there are people in your way. Some of you, it's negative people. People that are just negative. You, you, you need to get to Jesus, but they're negative. They're, they're keeping you in an addiction. They're keeping you in the clubs. They're keeping you at the parties. And you, you have a desire. You know you need Jesus, but every time you're like, oh, and, 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 and people. Negative people. Some of you, it's a negative dating relationship. It's negative, negative friendships. It's who you're hanging around at work. I mean, they're just keeping you. you. You need to press, but people are keeping you. Some of you, it's not negative people. It's doubters. You got any doubters in your life? Any haters? Anybody drinking haterade? <laughs> just hating on you. Just doubting. You can't do that. You don't, why, why do you go to church? You don't need all church. That stuff don't even work. All that praying and fasting. Really? You're going you to really pray and fast? Oh, you don't need to pray and fast. Come on. And pray. You don't need, you don't, that Bible stuff's not true. And pastor talking about he's going to fast 21 days. <laughs> Ooh, them preachers, boy, they spiritual, aren't they? I'll tell you what. Whew. I don't have time, time for all of that. I mean, I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast one day television from 6.30 at night to 7. That's all I'm fasting. I don't know about you. What you? That's all I'm... People, doubters, haters, haters, they're, they're keeping you from pressing into Jesus. And let me tell you the, 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 the worst group that'll keep you from pressing. Lukewarm Christians. Some of you are sitting next to your problem. I didn't say look at them. You keep your eyes on me. They're like, you know, the person you sit next to, like, 6 a.m. prayer meetings? Hey, we ain't getting up at 5. That's your problem. That's your problem. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving up sweets. I'm not giving up ice cream. I'm, I'm not going to miss a meals and not eat to fast. Are you crazy? I'm, I'm not giving up social media. I mean, we don't do all that. Listen, that's a little fanatical. You know, we love the Lord. You, you know, we don't have to do all of that. You know, that's that, that. We don't have to do all that. You know, God knows our heart. He knows my heart. And people are keeping you from pressing. Into G- and some of you are there today. You're here today and you're lukewarm. You're sitting there in your seat looking at me. And you're going, I shall not be moved. You preach as hard as you want to preach. You're doing nothing for me. Because you're calloused. You're lethargic. You're mundane. You're lukewarm. 
and your heart's not even been stirred. And lukewarm people, they'll, they'll keep you. Listen, they'll keep you. They'll keep you from pressing. And somebody today has to be like this woman and say, not today, Satan. Enough is enough. I'm not going to let people stop me another day. I'm going to press. I'm, I'm going to press. I'm going to press through the crowd. And I, this is Pastor Bo, our youth pastor. I'm going to get to Jesus. He's Jesus right now. And somebody needs to touch Jesus. If you could just touch the hem of his garment. You gotta get, you gotta get past people. You, you gotta juke. You gotta get to Jesus. He's the answer. He's the hope. He's the way. He's the truth. He's your victory. He's how you get set free. You gotta get to Jesus. He's what you need. He's what you need. He's what you need. Somebody determined I'm pressing through the crowd and I'm getting to Jesus in 2020. And let me tell you, the most difficult person you got to press past, and that's yourself. Your flesh will keep you from pressing into Jesus. I know my flesh is crazy. My flesh, it talks crazy to me. I already know next Monday, January 13th, Monday and Tuesdays are my hardest day of the week. After preaching Sundays, I'm wiped out. I'm tired. I've given all that I've got. When that alarm rings at five, I am not going to want to come to that prayer meeting at church. I'm going to want to stay in bed. My flesh will talk crazy to me, but I know I need breakthrough. I know I need a touch. So I'm going to press through what my flesh is saying. I'm going to get up and because I'm the pastor and people like to talk to me, I'm actually brush my teeth before I come to church. But I don't want to feel like it because I'm tired. But I'm going to brush my teeth so y'all can talk to me when I come. And I'm going to be here. And I'm going to pray because I need Jesus. I'm not going to want to give up food. I'm not going to want to give up food. I'm going to want to eat. But I got to give up food. I'm giving up social media. I'm not listening to the talk radio, only Christian music. I, I'm giving, I'm laying, because I need to press into G My flesh will be screaming, don't do that, Herbert. You don't take all that, Herbert. You don't need to do all that. But I know some things only happen through prayer and fasting, and I got to press past my flesh. I got to pick up my cross and deny myself and press in to Jesus. Somebody, somebody needs to declare, not today, Satan. I will press. I will press. I will press into Jesus in 2020.